Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. When I was a kid growing up, my parents tried pocket money. We were paid for doing chores like feeding the dog. And back in those days, it was PAL. I don't know if you remember it, but no amount of money was going to get me near that stuff. Needless to say, it wasn't very effective. But new research from finder.com shows that the average pocket money kids are getting is around $9.80 a week. So are they getting chores for that money or do kids just get paid to exist these days? Kate Brown is the editor-at-large with finder.com. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hello. Good, thank you. Let's start at the beginning. From what age are kids earning pocket money? It was really interesting, Siobhan, when we did this study. We, we did a nationally representative survey of parents this year in Australia and nearly half of children under 12 receive pocket money, which to me was quite a surprise. It's quite a young age. Um, yeah. And some children were as young as, as five. Um, so, wow. Yeah, it's... Um, it's interesting you talk too about whether you do chores or not. Um, so 67% of children um, have to do do chores. They only receive pocket money if they do their chores, which mm. I think is quite good because I think that's a good way to learn. Though in my house, um, yeah, unfortunately my kids are a bit like young Siobhan there. Um, <laughs> oh certainly not do you feed your, your dog Teddy Pal because that's... I'm, no. I'm going to re- report you to the RSPCA. I, yeah, I, you know, I, I laugh because, yeah, my cat's growing up, just got whiskers and the dog got pal. Yeah. Uh, now my cats are on some really fancy bloody, you know, special food. And <laughs> my dog Teddy <clears throat> gets kibble and pan-fried chicken. <laughs> oh, it's such an indictment, isn't it, on isn't us? It? And how my we... children said when they wanted a dog, we'll help feed him, we'll walk him. None of that's happened. None no, of, of course it. not. Mm. You yep. believe them? Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's why when my daughter wanted to call my dog, uh, our dog Muffin, I said, <laughs> no, because I'm going to be the one at the park yelling out Muffin, not you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll keep it at Teddy. Okay, so uh, there are at least 50% of that huge number of kids doing, no, sorry, you said 70% doing chores. Mm-hmm. So that's quite a high number. And I thought it was more controversial than that because I often hear parenting experts say that if you pay them for doing chores, then they're not seeing themselves, you know, like keeping the running of the household as a family affair as opposed to what yes. it normally is, which is the mother's yes. affair. What yes. do you think about that? I mean, you're saying there it's a good way to um, learn how to manage money and to earn mm. money, mm. Um, given that it, you know, most likely would spectacularly fail with my children and mm. doesn't appear to be working with yours. No. What do you think? I mean, are, are they, are your kids pitching in anyway without getting paid for doing the chores? It's, yeah, look, and this is always, this is, this causes dissent in families as well as, you know, parents talking to each other. So I'm sort of like, you need, there needs to be a baseline of helping out in the family. Mm. Um, you know, and that is just life. Yes. Um, then you can get, you, my girls will get extra money for doing extra, extra things. So it might be washing the car yeah. um, or, you know, 
I don't know, doing some gardening or, you know, an, act, an actual thing that will take over an hour, helping with the laundry, folding the clothes, for example. Um, so for me, there is a baseline around just helping on the house that you shouldn't get paid for it. But also I think like, yeah, you, you can fall into that trap where your kids are just kind of getting pocket money just to not be dreadful, you know. Yes. And, that's, <laughs> um, and I don't like that idea. It's like, again, there's a baseline of kind of acceptable behaviour. So, look, I know like withdrawing privileges and things like that we know works well when you're trying to get children to, to toe the line. Um, screen time is obviously massive catnip for most kids, but pocket money can also be something that they have to understand. There is a baseline, but you have to be really clear about what that is. Yes. Um, and and the other thing that's really interesting with pocket money these days and just with money in general is it's so intangible. Um, most of us don't use cash anymore. Now, some parents I've spoken to say they might um, give each child a jar and put in a pebble or something, you know, and that, that constitutes X amount of dollars. So they've got a visual to lock on to. Um, the thing my children are using now, which I think is absolutely fantastic um, and I do love kind of, financial technology is they have a, a what's called a Spriggy account. So Spriggy's a little uh, pocket money app for children. Mm. They can um, load that up on their smartphone if they've got a smartphone or their parents can load it up on their smartphone and they can put, you can deposit money directly. You can put money into their account. They can set up a savings account. So it, it does actually give them that visual representation. They can see the money coming in and they can also when they're old enough, have a little card that looks like a little credit card and they can use that to pay for things at the shops. Yeah. Mm. So would you say generally you found that $9.80 a week was what mm. the average was? Do you think it that's is. fair? Is it too much, too little? I think it's quite a, it is quite a lot. It um, seems like a lot. I'm like, oh, okay. Can someone pay me $9.80 a week for, you know, cleaning, washing the dishes, folding the laundry? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Exactly. Um, well, there was two things. One is um, often the advice is like they get their allowance should match roughly their age, which I think is actually oh, quite good. That is so. Clever. If you're seven, you get seven dollars a week. If you're fourteen, you get fourteen dollars. That to me works quite well. I think because you do have different needs. Yeah, the average thing too. One thing that I'm not sure is in the report that I've shared with you is that boys earn more pocket money than girls. Oh, don't. How does that even work? Mm -hmm. uh, so the <laughs> the wage gap starts early, yeah. Oh, my and goodness. And girls do learn, earn less. Now, we don't have any data on why. We only we only crunched the data when it came back and we noticed the disparity. Um, so we, we would like to do some more research and find out why. What we have found is that girls are more likely to be asked to take care of pets, clean the kitchen and make their school lunch when boys are asked to take out the rubbish, help with gardening and wash the car, which is also a bit disappointing. Right, yeah. Now, whether there's more value attributed to the things that the boys are doing, which also reflects grown-up society. So you see industries like mining, for example, where people are paid huge amounts of money uh, and that's a male-dominated workforce and then you see something like teaching or nursing, which is female-dominated and, and big wage difference, obviously with mining as well. It's a, a boom thing. But do, mm. do you know what I mean? Like there's a value attributed to different yes. tasks. Um, yeah. And that seems to have filtered right down to pocket money as well. So, I mean, parents listening, yeah, watch out. It's only that you could say it's only a dollar a week difference, but you know what? That's, that's over $50 a year. 
But can mm. I just say as well that um, my problem with pocket money for doing chores is that, I mean, they have to do it well, right? <laughs> like, my son, he bless him, he's so good at wanting to save and wanting to have money and he definitely keeps in mind like he's been rewarded before if, for mm. example, he'll stick to doing extra work for reading through the school holidays or something mm. like that. But he's terrible at actually doing the actual thing that you want them to do. So mm. if I pay pocket money, I, I want it to be so I don't have to clean the bathroom. <laughs> but then if they yeah. do it and it's a crap job because they're only children and they're not great at it, I mean, what do you do then? Yeah, I think you have to. There's a little <laughs> bit of accepting the the not so great job um, within reason. So I know with my older daughter, the first time she cleaned the car, she literally just threw water all over it, <laughs> a little bit of backing, and then can I just say she left my vacuum cleaner on the nature strip. <laughs> and yeah. luckily I noticed, and I'm like, that's where people put things when they don't want them anymore. Um, and she's like, oh, what? And I was like, you know, you don't get paid because that is not washing the car. But what it meant is we had to show her how to wash the car and now she's a lot better at it. But even when they're little, um, you know, it's still really valuable. And I will get on my soapbox about pocket money. It's the greatest way to teach kids financial literacy. And yes. it is not something that's taught in schools in Australia, which is very strange, I think, because it's yes. so important. And we see, we do a lot of research at Finder about all kinds of things. And what we, we see a lot is a lot of people in Australia suffer from debt. They suffer from being way over the heads with their credit cards. Now, some of that speaks to people who, you know, are suffering financial hardship, but it also speaks to people that don't, you're speaking about adults that don't know how to manage their money. Mm. Uh, They've never been taught. And so you learn best by doing. And kids can't even watch us really anymore because it is so intangible. I don't, you've probably had this too, you know, where my daughters mm. just said, put it on your card, you know, the magical <laughs> card that pays for everything. Yeah, um, magic. an Uber driver told me that his seven-year-old daughter said to him, just use buy now, pay later. And he was like, <laughs> I've never even used it. And she knows what it is. Oh, and so I think, you know, just unpacking the bit about the jobs, you know, and, yeah, no one wants a bathroom clean by an eight-year-old, let's face it. It's yeah. Great. Um, you are actually giving them some financial literacy and that's really, really important. All right. I'm going to keep that in mind next time I see what kind of job they've done. Kate, <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. Thanks so much. That's Kate Brown. She's the editor at large with finder.com. I'm Siobhan Hunt. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review us so we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, send your email to feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time. Mm-hmm.